Hello, and welcome back to the Love More, Live Blessed podcast. I'm your host, Crystal, and this is a podcast for moms who need a little more positivity in their day. You can listen in for our new episode every Monday on parenting, lifestyle hacks, and how to include positivity into your life. My hope is that you'll find the kind of encouragement that you need. All right, so we are continuing with part three of the book notes from Enthusiasm Makes the Difference. And this is by Norman Vincent Peale. So we've already had two episodes on this. Great response. I highly recommend that you read the book for yourself, but I have taken great notes and I'm sharing them with the podcast. So we're going to go ahead and start and... We're probably, we're, we're still not even halfway through the book. So I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to get like two or three more episodes out of this book, but that's fine because we, I want to share all of the good stuff that I found on here. So we're going to start with, um, we're in part of the, part of the book where the author, which is Norman Vincent Peale has met this man. And this is what he says. He was extraordinarily negative in comment and seemed to expect the worst to happen. You know anybody like that, or are you like that? I can definitely relate. Yet, even in this negativism, see, yeah, even this negativism seemed to have a false ring, for there was evidence that he did not really expect things to turn out badly. Here again was the curious quirk of thinking that if one talks negatively, the opposite is more likely to occur. So, this is an example of wanting your favorite team to win, but instead of rooting for them and saying that they're going to win, you bet on the other team, you know, just because you're like superstitious or you think that if you put too much thought in wanting them to win, they're just not going to win because nothing works out for you. So this is the kind of person um, that he was trying to help. So he came up with a five-point program for attacking worry. And this is the method that he outlined for this extraordinarily negative man. He said, first, he was to carefully practice listening to himself with meticulous attention to every comment he made. And that was so he may become fully conscious of the amazing number of doleful and negative remarks he was constantly uttering. So that is a really good idea is to be listening to everything that you're saying so that you can understand what you're actually saying. It says, listen with your ears and your whole mind to the depressing stuff you are articulating all day. Oh. Second, he was to start being absolutely honest so that when he heard himself making a negative comment, he was to ask himself, now, look, do I honestly believe what I'm saying or am I actually mouthing negativisms that I don't really believe at all? Third, He was to adopt the practice of saying exactly the opposite of what he usually said. And he was to note how much better the new utterances sounded. So he even goes on to say, you might feel like a hypocrite doing this because if you're so used to being negative and you turn to positive, you might feel like a hypocrite. But he's saying that would be nothing new. Actually, had he not been saying what he did not mean for a long time? So even though you're saying all these negative things, you probably don't mean them. You don't want them to happen. So it's not like hypocrisy would be anything new if you start trying to be positive. 
Fourth, he was to keep track of everything that happened as he worked on this method. And making sure that he's, if he said, you know, things aren't going to go well today. Now, since he was no longer saying negativisms, he was to note that things were much better as they usually are. And he was to admit honestly that he had in fact expected them to go well. He wasn't afraid any longer to expect the best. So fourth is keep track of everything that's happening and don't be afraid to expect the best. Fifth, and this is my favorite one, he was to practice putting the best connotation on every person and every action each day. This is one of the most exciting of all personal development practices. So he, um, the author, actually learned this from a man named Harry Bullis. And Harry was a genuinely enthusiastic man, so much so that being impressed, I asked for an explanation of his happy nature. And this is what Harry Bullis said. I decided long ago to put the best possible connotation on the words and actions of every person in every situation. Naturally, I was not blind to the realities, but I always tried first to emphasize the best connotation, for I believe that such practice actually helps stimulate a good outcome. So the best connotation resulted in enthusiasm for people, for business, for church, and other interests, and greatly added to the joy of life. And it certainly helped oust worry from my mind. So fifth is put into practice the best connotation on every person and every action every single day. So what does that mean? Um, I believe that means that just like number four, we're no longer afraid to expect the best. We're also going to give everyone and every situation the benefit of the doubt. So if something happens that doesn't go our way right away, instead of feeding the negativity into it and just thinking and saying, you know what, this isn't going to work out. Instead, we can put... Um, we can try putting the best connotation on it, on every person that's involved and every action and situation and just say, you know what, this is going to work out. We're going to figure it out. Or, you know what, this is okay. I'm just going to write it out, see what happens instead of going to the negati uh, negativity right away. So let's see. I have more and I'm actually flipping through the book right now. I've made so many notes in this. Um, this, is, this is a little quote that I wanted to read. And it says, you know exactly where you want to go. Begin now believing that you are going to reach your goal. Hold this picture in your conscious mind until, by a process of mental and spiritual osmosis, the image of your goal sinks into your subconsciousness. At this point, you will have it, for it will have you, all of you. Meanwhile, study and observe carefully the people who do every job the best. Continue to make friends. Practice loving people. And that was a little excerpt from the book that I just thought was really, really good advice. All right, I'm going to come back with the uh, the last part of today's episode. And I want to read to you what it is. It's a formula for making any day good. And that's kind of what I love about this book is Norman Vincent Peale has all these methods and formulas and like he called them like prescriptions for, you know, for these people who he met that were suffering from de depression, anxiety, worry, um, and negativity, this is what he gave them to do to help them out of that. So when we come back, um, we're going to read the formula for making any day good. And it is actually six steps. So I'll be right back with that. 
All right, we're back now and we're gonna talk about the formula for making any day good. So this is a six step formula and we're gonna start with number one. Think a good day. To make a day good, first see it good in consciousness. Do not allow any mental reservation that it will not be good. Events are largely governed by creative thought. So a positive concept of the day will strongly tend to condition it to be as as imaged or imagined. Number two, think a good day. Give thanks in advance for this good day ahead. Think and affirm a good day. This helps make it so. Number three, plan a good day. Specifically and definitely know what your purpose to do with the day. Plan your work and work your plan. Absolutely love that. Don't you have those days where you have so much to do, but you haven't planned anything out? So you kind of feel like you've wasted your day because you haven't worked your plan? I definitely do. Number four, put good into the day. Put bad thoughts, bad attitudes, bad actions into a day and it will take on bad characteristics. Put good thoughts, good attitudes, good actions into a day and they will make the day good. Number five, pray a good day. Begin each day with that powerful affirmation from Psalms um, 118.24. This is the day which the Lord, Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Start, to, start the day with prayer and finish it the same way. Then it is bound to be good, even if it brings tough experiences. I would say if you don't, if you're not religious or don't feel like um, saying a prayer from the Bible, I would definitely replace that with a powerful affirmation or mantra that is personal to you and is a similar to, you know, starting the day with that kind of, with that kind of prayer. Number six, feel, fill the day with enthusiasm. Give the day all you've got and it will give you all it's got, which will be plenty. Enthusiasm will make a big difference in any day and in any job. And so that is it for today's episode. I really wanted to end with the formula for making any day good. Like I said, I'm not even halfway through um, these book notes that I've I've already read the whole book and I've just, I have so many notes in here that I wanna share. So we're gonna ha definitely have at least probably two more episodes um, of this book and it's Enthusiasm Makes the Difference. It's by Norman Vincent Peale, who is also the author of The Power of Positive Thinking. And remember the copyright in this book was like 1967. So if you hear some, some of the words or 1965, um, you know, that I'm reading are not familiar words or just outdated. That is why it's because it was written a very, very long time ago, but definitely still has, um, nuggets of wisdom that we can use now in our everyday. So that is it for today. I will be back next Monday. Hopefully I can maybe just make a longer episode and fit the rest of it in there. Um, but let's not forget, enthusiasm is that magic ingredient that can help you persuade others, overcome your fears, make your job more rewarding, calm your tensions, and give you insight into your problems. And my advice is, what have you got to lose? try to infuse enthusiasm into your day today. And I'd love to know how it goes. You can email me crystal at lovemorelivedblessed. Yes, crystal at lovemorelivedblessed or dot com. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I'm so confused with that right now. Or you can find me on Instagram and my handle is at lovemore underscore liveblessed. And I will go ahead and link to that in the show notes. So I'll be back next week. Have a great and enthusiastic week.